Welcome once again to another episode of Demand Gen Radio. The one program that brings you all the latest methods and technologies for driving growth and increasing demand. With the voice of Demand Gen, David Lewis. Well, thank you, Paul, our awesome producer of Demand Gen Radio. Thanks for kicking us off. I have to say I am excited to see so many people subscribing and tuning in to Demand Gen Radio. Uh, it's really a treat to do the show twice a month, and it's such a great honor to have really wonderful guests. I can't believe that uh, we're approaching the end of the year, and I'm already starting to work on the calendar for next year, and this is this is Episode 8. It's gone by so quick. Today, I am joined by Jay Famico. He is the... Ready for this title? The Vice President of Client-Facing Technology and Practice Director of Technology and Services at Sirius Decisions, or what Jay likes to say, I head up the tech group at Sirius. So, Jay, welcome to the show. How are you? David, doing very well. Thank you for having me. And just in case, Jay, people don't know you, you've been around the scene for a very long time. You used to head up the demand creation practice at Sirius Decisions, and um you know, you're one of the fellow thought leaders, and you are focused on, uh, same as me, helping companies gain value from their investments in sales and marketing technology. But this year, you've got an additional role, right? You are heading up MC and keynote at the Serious Decisions Tech Exchange Conference in Austin on November 15th and 17th, so right a couple weeks uh, from now. So let's let's dig into that, Jay. Why don't you start off telling us, you know, what was the genesis behind the whole tech conference? I've been going to, you know, the primary conference summit for, um, well, since it started, uh, I guess, almost a decade ago. But what's the new conference all about, and why did you guys kick it off? This is your second one, right? This is the second annual event, and this event is focused on the understanding that technology is in everything that you're doing within sales, marketing, and product. There's no business process. There's no... You know, there's no nurture program that you can do without uh, without an enabling technology, and this gives respect to that. And how it differs with um, you know with Serious Decisions keynote uh, keynote uh, session or summit. You know, the summit really focuses on defining and enhancing your strategy moving forward. The tech exchange is really showing you how to deliver upon those strategies. So, how do you build a best-in-class stack for your marketing and sales organization? How do you blueprint? How do you audit your technology needs? How do you interact with technology vendors in an efficient and effective and informed way? And, you know, quite frankly, how do you make sense of the, the madness that we're all working in? There's dozens of technology categories. There's thousands of vendors. If you look at the vendors, they have overlapping capabilities. How do you understand what you need versus what you don't? And how do you stitch it together to, to actually make a, a garment that clothes your, your marketing and your sales organization? It's crazy how much things have changed in the past decade, right? I mean, prior to that, the tools that marketing had was for, you know, creative, uh, creating content. And then along comes, you know, in the past uh, 15, 20 years, right, the the really shift to digital marketing and, and people engaging online. And your first conference, you know, the Series Summit, was really about the alignment of sales and marketing, and you guys expanded that into the alignment of sales and marketing and the product group and focused a lot about all the, the strategy, right, how to do that alignment and what some of the best practices are there. And now you guys have dropped down to you know, a technology conference because, as you said, 
Um, there's everything we're doing today in marketing is powered by technology and, and fueled by it. So it's a two-day conference, uh, right? Kicks off Wednesday and goes through Thursday evening. I was taking a look at the agenda. There's a whole bunch of, of great content, a whole bunch of sessions from some of the exhibitors. But you being the MC, what are what do you think are some of the can't miss sessions, keynotes that people need to attend? What are they going to get out of those? There are there are two in my mind that are that are can't miss. Well, actually, the entire conference is uh, is can't miss. The first one was one that I was surprised that I was allowed to get through. And it gives the realization that technology isn't always perfect. Technology that you implement always doesn't drive, you know, immediate impact. And the title of it, David, Car Crashes, Fire Drills, and Great Escapes. I saw that. Good projects go bad. (laughs) Clever title. And and true, we have to experiment as marketers, but things don't always go as planned. So what's that mm -hmm. session about? You know, this session is... When something doesn't go plan, uh, go to plan. As an example, you're making a, a nurture program. You inadvertently send it to your entire database of several million contacts. Oops. Yeah, not a good day to be that marketer. But what are the immediate things you need to do in order to mitigate that impact to your organization? Quite frankly, what do you need to do to mitigate that impact to your actual career? And what are the steps that you should have had in place in order to make sure that you identified that? You know, another one that we're going to be talking about is, you know, an organization and this gentleman's boss's boss committed to having a brand new website launched in five different languages in four months. How do you position that back to management? How do you highlight, you know, that there's different, that there's different levels that you can pull? One perhaps being budget or timeline, another one being scope or quality. And how do you articulate that back? How do you, how do you explain, how do you bring back to management that, you know, the time frame or the, the request isn't, is actually setting you up for failure and how can you mitigate that moving forward? The other one is B2B technology, why employees don't use it, and what you can do about it. And this is really focusing on where technology rollouts typically fail, planning how to use a persona-based guide or approach in order to set the right expectations and the right outcomes for the quality of uh, rollout for that particular adoption and looking at you know what that adoption path should be and the milestones for all levels of users and what this is really focusing on is you know when you roll out a technology any technology there's going to be those individuals in your organization that really get it and understand how that technology can and should be used on a daily basis yep. how do you up level the rest of your marketing staff and how do you make sure that you get as much productivity and value from that technology investment as possible. So it sounds like, you know, some very good practical um, sharing and, and, and teachings that are going to be given. You, you know, talk about the mistakes that folks have made and what you can learn from that. We've done so much lead scoring consulting over the years that we've really helped clients, you know, develop a language for how they set expectations with sales and other parts of the organization as they implement their first lead scoring, you know, to, to way to communicate that it's a pilot program, or as one of our consultants says, we're going to be evaluating the quality of leads using technology um, and just mm-hmm. certain phrases and certain words that set the expectations uh, that, hey, we're not going to just tee up the perfect leads for you on a silver platter, but we're going to use technology to evaluate the quality of the leads and measure their um digital body language so we can see the level of engagement and present that to you in sales so that you can help prioritize your time. Sounds like you guys are going to teach some great lessons as well. The conference is, um, you know, focused on marketing technology. And as we said earlier, there's there's so much change 
that has been happening in the landscape of MarTech. From your guys' perspective, because demand gen, we live in it every day. That's all we do is help people with the use of marketing technology. And now it's a, a growing part of your guys' practice from a consulting standpoint. Do you see the landscape mm-hmm. getting narrower, um, consolidating? You know, if you had a crystal ball, do you see, you know, this this close to 4,000 application set um, getting narrower? Or do you think it's going to widen and continue to widen over the next couple of years? You know, last week I was at Dreamforce with probably about 170,000 of my closest friends. And when I went to that showroom floor, and what you have to keep in mind is I do this 40, 50 hours a week, every single week week of the year. I focus on technology. I focus on the, the marketing infrastructure that organizations should have. When I went to that showroom floor, I didn't know 30% of the vendors that were exhibiting there. Incredible. That's what I focus on. That's what my team focuses on. Yeah, you're and studying this and sure. you're walking around and you, you're seeing logos and companies' products that, as you said, you, you haven't seen before and you, you watch this, uh, as I do closely every day. It's, it's staggering. So, you, so is that suggesting you're going to see it getting wider, that where there's going to be more and more tech or, or are we going to hit soon a, a point where there's, uh, a, a, a pulling back or a narrowing? What do you think? Well, it's, it's going to continue getting wider. You know, it's going to continue focusing on discrete use cases. And the reason for that is just think of the open architecture that's starting to exist and the value that integration hubs and API services are, you know, providing to really allow someone to stitch together their uh, their marketing infrastructure. You know, the question for the marketing organizations uh, is, you know, are they actually building to building the, the right infrastructure, the, the right you know, the, the right marketing tech stack, or are they building more of like a Franken texture where things happen to be integrated, but the data is really not flowing well. Mm-hmm. And depending on what systems or systems you're pulling reports from, different results are highlighted, different conversion rates, different velocities, things of that nature. So, so following along then this theme of things getting wider, more complexity, more technology, uh, more integration points with the, the open APIs and such, what are you guys seeing? What's serious seeing in terms of observations within marketing operations uh, these days? How are they? How are they dealing with, um, you know, the the tidal wave of Martech, and and what are some of the trends that you're seeing and learnings? There's there's definitely an increased accountability in uh, in the organization, and where that increased accountability is coming from is just the amount of revenue that's being allocated, you know, to technology. So we look at we look at organizations by revenue bands. You know, so revenue band one is everything shy of $100 million. Revenue band two we have is 100 to a $500 million organization in B2B. And if you look back to 2010, the average B2B marketing organization was spending 3% of their budget on systems and tools. Mm-hmm. 2014, that went to 4%. We just uh, completed wrapping up our, our benchmark analysis. And in 2016, that went up to 6% of marketing budget. Do you think, Jay, that's all, you know, growth in terms of additional spend or was there any movement of investment from another department now in the, the marketing team's budget? Um, any perspective on that? I would say the, the increased spend on tools and technology has come from, you know, from what was traditionally being done from a, a more man, manual vantage point. You know, this is, you know, allocating spend from what typically would be on, you know, programs and personnel into technology, making those programs much more efficient, much more effective, much more scalable, and quite frankly, much more measurable as well. And that's one of the key drivers, I would say, 
in terms of why marketing overall over the last several years in B2B has been, you know, receiving a larger, a larger share of the, um, of the budget. You look back 10, 12 years ago, it was very difficult for marketing to get a, a seat at the executive table. It was very difficult for marketing to be able to, you know, explain and highlight the value it was driving to the organization. Now you have the demand creation waterfall. You have the conversion rate stage from stage. You're able to show, you know, marketing influence and marketing source impact in terms of sales pipeline. You look back 10, 15 years ago, that was really, really, really difficult to do. And, you know, technology is what's helping the marketing organization do that. That's one of the main reasons why marketing is now able to more effectively invest in itself. Let's take a quick break, Jay, and uh, hear from some of our sponsors. And I want to come back and pick up right where we left off about uh, marketing investment and budget because one of the things that I get out of the show is meeting with other you know, colleagues and peers within the industries. Our clients get tremendous value from networking with each other and hearing about how they're tackling some of these uh, challenges and what they're looking at in the year. But let's take a quick break. I'm here with Jay Famico, who is going to MC and keynote the Serious Decisions Tech Exchange, which is coming up November 15th and 17th, and we'll be right back. Have you ever felt that you're not getting the most out of your marketing automation system? Well, you're not alone. But there is an answer, an award-winning agency called DemandGen that can not only get your team out of batch and blast mode, but turn your team into high-performance marketers that drive more revenue and have the kind of results you're looking for. They also have a marketing dashboard to show it. Experts in Marketo, Eloqua, Salesforce, and dozens of other top marketing technology, the folks at DemandGen have held hundreds of the top marketing teams around the country, and they can do the same for you. So stop feeling stressed. Check out their services at demandgen.com, just like it sounds, demandgen.com. And while you're there, be sure and visit their resource section, which is chock full of videos, free templates, and downloadable guides, all of which will help you be a better marketer. If you need a team that will get you to the next level, there's one waiting. They're just a click away. Demandgen.com. All right. Thank you again, Paul. We are back. I am here with Jay Famico, and we are talking about the Serious Tech Exchange coming up in Austin on November 15th. Jay, right before the break, we were talking about uh, mixing it up with colleagues that are there. You were talking about the budgeting uh, of marketing technology. And I was saying, you know, I go to the conference. I love to meet with my peers and hear what they are doing and how they're, you know, tackling some of the same challenges. So talk to me about the, the forums for doing that and how you guys create that, that interaction so we're not just sitting in conferences all day long. One of the things that I fundamentally hate about conferences is the fact that I have to go there wearing a suit every single day and just the, the, the vibe. That's one of the things that we focus on at the, at the TechX. So most of the delegates, I can tell you all of the, all of the presenters, we're wearing jeans. We're, we're not doing a, a, you know, a, I'll call it a cocktail hour where, you know, you, you get drinks and you walk around and you're forced mingling. We have TechX games. So, the TechX games, that's, that's what I would like to do with my friends on a Friday or Saturday night. Go to a bar, play foosball, ski ball, video games. You know, last year we had, um, we had virtual reality headsets that people could put on. And, you know, it, it just provides a, a natural way to talk with people. It's really difficult, at least for me, to go up to someone that I've never met before and say, hi, I'm Jay. 
I'd like to talk to you about what you're seeing at the event. That that seems awkward. Playing foosball with someone, talking, you know, talking about having fun, talking about the game, then going to technology. That seems more natural to me. The uh, the other one I would say though is you think about the people that are attending the event. You know, these are all people that are leading you know a, a marketing operations or a digital marketing team. You know, these are all people that are using technology on a daily basis. And I can guarantee you that every single person that's attending this event will have at least one or two things that you can learn or that they can learn from you. Simultaneously, just looking at the profusion of the, the whole space in general, there's definitely one or two things that you can learn from them as well. So I think it's a, a very natural give and take, and that's what we observed you know, last year at the, uh, at the event. Yeah, what I was going to add is there's there's no better city better city than uh, Austin to have fun and and mix it with uh, other passionate smart marketers. I've had probably some of the best conversations that I've had in my career uh, sitting around the fire pits at previous conferences and networking with some of uh, our clients and uh, just talking with other folks that I'm meeting for the first time and really talking about you know deeply about some of the challenges facing marketing or what um, other folks are doing. And, and some of the conversations I've had, I remember meeting with uh, the Concur team very early on when they mm-hmm. saw some folks give some presentations and they said, you know, Dave, we want to do that. We want to be up on stage and win that ROI award. Uh, and so, you know, we sat around the fire pit and I said, you know, are you, are you sure? Because it takes a lot of work. I mean, to win an award mm-hmm. and get up there on stage uh, takes an effort. And we talked about what that would look like. So the, the networking at this conference I feel is the best of any of the conferences that I've gone to because of a couple factors. One is certainly the audience that you guys attract. It's a senior level audience. It's uh, it's executives. It's people that are very experienced. Um, so there's a lot of know-how there in a in a heavy, you know, dense population. There's the content, of course, but as you said, it's the format of the conference, whether it's the casual dress like you're talking about or just the events uh, at night where people can really spend some quality networking time. You guys give plenty of time for that, that that people can do it. So it sounds like you're taking the recipe of what works at the Summit Conference and continuing to bring that to the, the tech exchange. Awesome. Let's talk, Jay, about challenges because uh, you were saying earlier about you know some of the missteps that you can make in marketing. Going back over to the consulting practice, what are some of the biggest challenges that you see clients facing around marketing technology adoption? I'd be curious to get your perspective. As we live it every day, I'm, I'm curious to, to see some of the things that, that you are experiencing and um, taking note of your clients. You know, I would say that a primary stumbling block I see is B2B organizations that don't view technology as being part of the strategy. Organizations that aren't thinking of infrastructure when they're thinking of their routes to market, their go-to-market strategy. And if I look at who will be a CMO, you know, in the next, you know, eight to ten years, that's someone that has a, an understanding of how technology can and should be utilized. Perhaps they're not someone that can, you know, sit down and code but they have a respect on, you know, they have a respect for technology, how technology integrates. They have an understanding of why data quality matters. And that's a fundamental pitfall that I see across B2B. You know, there's less focus on operationalize. You know, it's all about systematizing things. Yep. The second one is hiring the right, the right resources. And what that's really focused on is you know, the understanding that what you need to perform in marketing today is fundamentally different from 
you know, what it was 10, 15 years ago. Making sure that you're equipping your, you know, your senior level marketers that, you know, are fantastic at brand, really good at positioning, very adept at being able to highlight, you know, highlight the value proposition. And pairing them with someone that's equally expert in the use of technology for scaling factors. It is, uh, I did a session, uh, Demand Gen Radio episode, um, few weeks ago and the title of the session I did it with John Barr from Mintigo and it was our today's CMOs tomorrow's CEOs and we talked a lot about the evolving role of the chief marketing officer and their departments and the rise of marketing operations and such so I, I, I'm, I'm glad to hear that some of the the challenges that you're seeing have to do primarily with roles and responsibilities right it's uh, as, as a good friend of mine says in the space, you know, a fool with a tool is still a fool, and you've got to really hire top talent. You've got to have a marketing operations mm-hmm. uh, head. You've got to have people responsible for infrastructure. And as you put it, your, your first key point, technology has to be seen as a strategic weapon or weapons yeah. uh, that you can that you can use. So Mar- Martech's pretty broad. I did a blog post on uh, Demand Gen about, you know, different Martech categories, kind of did it like the seven essential food groups. What are you seeing? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about in terms of what are table stakes uh, these days in terms of Martech. What are what are must-haves for B2B marketing? You know, table stakes, that's your marketing automation platform. That's uh, that's web content management, web analytics definitely. CRM, though most people view CRM as being in the, you know, the sales tech stack, it absolutely is. But that's where all the leads that marketing is generating, all the inquiries are flowing over to. That's where a lot of that reporting ends up happening. And you still can't get away from it, David. Microsoft Excel. <laughs> and, Be true. Yeah. You know, regardless of the size of organization, if you're talking, you know, under $10 million or $10 billion plus, I can tell you all of them still use Excel for data manipulation. All of them are still using Excel for, you know, for dashboarding, things of that nature. And it really is that, you know, that silly putty that, you know, stitches, you know, stitches your infrastructure together. I, I know your firm, DemandGen, it works with a lot of, a lot of our clients. I'd be curious to get your perspective on that. So outside of marketing automation, web content management, web analytics, SSA, and well, frankly, Excel, are there any other tech categories that that you view to be table stakes or you know quite frequently present in uh, in B two B? Oh uh, yes, so I would support all the categories that you just described as those those key ones. Those those line up directly to my my food groups. Um, in the content area, we're seeing once again adoption of non digital marketing tools or certain digital marketing tools that deliver content. In improved ways, we got a little too, you know, when I say we, I mean marketing as a as a discipline got a little too reliant on email, building nurture programs with just touches around different email and you know the PDF du jour. And some of our clients that are really excelling in demand generation and lower funnel marketing with the customers are using you know video platforms for delivering video and so they've started mm-hmm. um, embracing the tools to you know basically create their own YouTube channels I don't mean YouTube as a brand but to be able to have video portals on their website and be able to produce videos uh, quite regularly we're seeing adoption of uh, 
partnership technology like uh, PFL, that formerly called Print for Less, uh, who do mm-hmm. on-demand printing and incorporating those into their nurtures. So marketers are looking at all the different ways in which they can create engagement with prospects and customers and investing in technologies that help um, engagement. We're seeing a lot of growth in folks like um, Uberflip on how they can deliver yep. content. So there's not only content management, which I, you know, you have your web category and the calendar tools and all the scheduling and project management stuff, but then there's all the content management systems which are there for creating and producing content. And we're seeing those and they're they're more technical. They're they're far beyond Adobe Photoshop and, and other creative tools. These are real systems that all of them have not only the production uh, components to it, but also have the analytics and the integration points. So we're you mentioned earlier, Jay, about the the API sets that are, are available and both you know take some of the leaders like Eloqua uh, and Marketo who have you know thriving ecosystems of technology and we're helping our clients um, stitch together like fabric all of these different technology tools. Uh, we're seeing the rise of point solutions that do things extremely well but do one thing really, really well because it's a big gap. Uh, we even have one ourselves. Yeah. We have a, a deduplication tool for Marketo uh, databases and it runs in real time. It's one of the only real-time mm-hmm. dedupe tools that I know of. I, is it a product? I would say it's a tool. I mean, it does something um, extremely well. And so I think a, a lot of the rise of MarTech out there are these point solutions, just like, you know, when IT uh, leverages technology, right? They use a lot of tools and point solutions as opposed to platforms. We're seeing that happen in marketing today. But broad categories, the ones you mentioned. And then, of course, we are seeing the rise of, of ABM. So what do, you, what do you think, Jay? Is ABM a fad or is it here to stay? It is here to stay, but it has been here for a little bit of time, I'd argue. You know, I would say that's the, that's the target account strategy that, you know, you and I did 10, 15 years ago. The difference though, it's more measurable and it's more accountable. So you were just talking about that deduplication, I'll call it tool that you, um, that your, that the ManGen has created. That's one of the things that's enabling ABM to uh, really accelerate now. You know, that leads to contact deduplication, leads to contact account matching technology. You know, looking at the increased presence of ad tech in, uh, in B2B. So the ability to more effectively drive targeted ad display on the corporate website, that ability to use reverse IP plus anything that someone's put in your, um, your online registration forms, you know, to drive personalization on your website. So having, you know, your top target accounts those um, those organizations that you're doing a very focused marketing marketing program on to have them see different things and then you know ultimately it just it comes down to the ability to quantify the value that ABM is driving and creating you know again that's something that was very difficult it's not impossible to do just a, a few years ago and now the tools and technology are coming into place to really support that business process. Well, Jay, we're out of time. I can't believe it. But a couple weeks from now, we're going to be getting together. I want to thank you for, for joining in today as you're getting ready for the show. Uh, for those of you that are tuning in, if you want to go ahead and register for the conference, uh, best place to find it, go over to SearsDecisions.com and, and go into the events area, and you'll find a place where you can register for the show. Um, look forward to seeing you, Jay, at the show. Good luck kicking it off and, and pulling all the final content together. So, uh, again, thanks for joining. All right, thank you for having me, David. All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Demand Gen Radio. This is your host, David Lewis, and reminding you always to make marketing matter most in your organization. Take care. You've been listening to Demand Gen Radio. 
bringing you the top industry experts, thought leaders, authors, marketing technology firms, and senior marketing leaders from around the world to teach you the methods and technologies for high-performance marketing. 